Egbert, Margaret and Stephen stories by Jedda Bradley. For more stories, visit jeddabradley.com. Egbert, Margaret and Stephen and the day the climate change controller came to town. On this day, the climate change controller was coming to Egbert, Margaret and Stephen's house to tell them all the things they needed to change. She came in and she said, big boots have to be outside. What difference does that make to climate change, said Stephen. No difference, said the climate change controller. I just don't like big boots inside the house. But this is our house, said Dad. We decide that. The controller looked sad and then she looked at her clipboard and wrote something down. What did you write, said Dad. None of your business, said the controller. Now, have you put in fans? Well, we've got fans in some rooms, said Dad. Do you have them in all rooms, said the controller. We have air conditioning in the house, said Mum. We don't need fans everywhere. Aha, said the controller. Air conditioning out. Fans in. Do you have a motion control timer that when you go into the room, the light goes on and when you go out of the room, the light goes off? No, we use our hands, said Margaret. We use our fingers to turn things on and off. Human error is high when it comes to switching lights on and off, said the controller, and she put a mark down on the clipboard. Do you have power-saving lights? Yes, Dad said. We've got them in every room, in every light. Excellent, said the controller. Do you have a recent fridge or one that is more than five years old? It's ten years old, said Mum, and it's still working just fine. How many stars is it, said the controller. It's three, I think, said Mum. Not sure. The controller wrote something down. What about your dishwasher? That's new. We got that, um, five years ago, said Margaret. Five years ago, said the controller. She made another note. What about your washing machine? Oh, that's very new, said Mum. How old, said the controller. About seven years, said Mum. Still very new. Works fine. Hmm, said the controller. What about the toilet? The toilet? It flushes, said Mum, usually, except when Stephen's done a poo, and then it usually doesn't get flushed for some reason, and then it stinks, said Mum. Well, why doesn't it get flushed, said the controller? Because Stephen doesn't flush it, said Mum. Why doesn't he flush it, said the controller? Um, have you ever had kids, said Mum? No, I've never had kids. Well, kids like to smell their stink, so that's why they don't flush. That is disgusting, said the controller. She looked over at Egbert. Are you Stephen? Course I'm not Stephen. I'm Egbert. Egbert? What kind of name is that? A very good name, said Mum. The controller looked at Stephen. Are you Stephen? Do I look like a Stephen, said Stephen. My name's Margaret. Margaret was standing there with a grimace on her face. And you're Stephen, said the controller to Margaret. Yes, I'm the one who doesn't flush the toilet after I poo, said Margaret. That's me. It's an interesting name you've got, said the controller. Stephen. Yes, well, when I was born, my mummy called me Stevenetta, but everyone calls me Stephen for short. And do you like to smell your stink, said the controller. Oh, very much, said Margaret. I also like to smell it underneath my armpits as well. Oh, said the controller. She looked at the family. Is there anything I should know about before I go? Well, wouldn't you like to check out our toilet just to see it's okay, said Mum. Um, no, I think not, said the controller. You see, I've added up all your points and I'm afraid you score very, very badly. I'm afraid 
will have to get the executive controller to come in and fine you for all the things that aren't helping climate change. You see, in our houses today, oh my God, is that a sprinkler? Uh, said dad, no, that's not a sprinkler, no, that's just somebody doing a pee outside. You see, Egbert likes to pee outside. Yes, I do, said Egbert, and he ran outside and began to pee. While he was outside, he turned off the sprinkler. See, I love to sprinkle my pee all over the grass, said Egbert. Your grass is very green, said the controller. Is that how you get good grass? You pee on it? Oh yes, said Dad. It's the missing ingredient. If everyone knew about this, everybody would be peeing on their grass and their grass would be so green. Unfortunately, everybody tries to use water and we all know there's not enough water to sprinkle on the lawns. I mean, lawn sprinkling is for people who abuse the system. The controller went outside. When did you last wash your car? Because you're not supposed to wash your car anymore. Oh, it's been years, said Dad. And the controller looked at the car, which was sparkling clean. How do you get it so clean? We get the kids to lick it clean after they get home. They put their tongues all over the car. Oh yes, great kids. We love them. The controller looked at the kids. I don't think I want to have kids when I grow up, she said. Well, you'll be seeing the executive controller tomorrow. What's the executive controller going to do, said Stephen. She's going to make you pay a lot of money and she's going to insist that you get a new dishwasher, a new fridge, a new toilet that doesn't stink and new fans. That's going to cost a lot of money, said Dad. I don't have it. Well, you see, we have to think about climate change. We have to think about the environment and put the environment first. You know, we won't even have a world to live in, said the controller, if you don't start putting fans in. Fans aren't going to make a whole lot of difference, said Dad. I'm afraid if everyone does their bit, it'll make a huge bit of difference, said the controller. And off she went. I don't like that controller one bit, said Margaret. And by the way, I'm now Stephen, so I guess I'm going to have the nice cosy room down near the bathroom. Oh no, said Stephen, they're still mine. The next day, Dad said he was going for a walk. He was going for a long walk beside the sea. He hoped while he was down near the sea, he might be able to build a big windmill that brought in energy. Mum said, good luck, see you in a couple of years. Mum decided she was going to go do the washing by hand, since obviously her washing machine was far too old to put on a cycle. We've got to do something, said Egbert to Stephen and Margaret. We've got to come up with something that will help get rid of climate change so we don't have to get rid of the air conditioning and we won't have to put in fans and we won't have to start flushing the toilet because I don't want to, said Stephen. And we don't have to get all those new things because Dad can't afford them. Of course, I'd quite like to keep peeing on the grass, said Egbert. They sat around the kitchen table with their heads in their hands, thinking, what could they do to get rid of climate change? And then Egbert said, I've got an idea. And Margaret said, I've got an idea too. Do you think it's the same idea? I don't know, said Egbert. Why don't you tell me? I've got an idea too, said Stephen. No, you don't, said Egbert. Your ideas are always really silly. Sometimes silly ideas are just the best ideas, said Stephen quite smugly. All right, I'm the oldest. I probably should go first, said Egbert. 
All right, said Margaret and Stephen, let's hear it. What we need to do is capture all the sharks in the ocean. We put them together in a cage and then we get a boat and we attach the cage to a boat. But instead of the boat pulling the sharks, the sharks will pull the boat, you see. And as the sharks pull the boat, they make lots and lots of movement in the ocean. And that ocean creates energy and that energy is free. We give the free energy to everybody. That way, we don't have to have coal energy. We don't have to have solar energy. We don't have to have wind energy. We have shark energy. Shark energy. That's where it's at, said Egbert. And how are we going to catch the sharks, said Margaret. We might kill a lot of people while we're catching the sharks. I know there's shark experts everywhere, said Egbert. We'll find them. I think that's a ridiculous idea, said Margaret. More ridiculous than anything that Stephen is going to come up with. Oh, I wouldn't be so sure. Mine is pretty, pretty, pretty ridiculous, said Stephen. Then I'm just going to have to win, said Margaret, because this is my idea. Sunbanks. Sunbanks, said Egbert. Yeah. What we're going to do is we're going to rip off all the roofs of every single house. And instead of tiled roofs, we're going to have to have glass roofs. And every glass roof is going to have an amazing solar battery on it that transforms all the energy. And in the middle of our street, there'll be a sunbank. And into that bank goes all the spare energy we didn't use so that when it's not sunny, like nighttime, we can get into the sunbank easily. Now, the thing about the sunbanks is that they can also lend energy to other streets and other streets can lend energy to other towns and other towns can lend energy to other cities and cities to, you know, the rest of the world. So in all, we've got a lot of sun in Australia. We should use it. We've got a lot of sun around the rest of the world and we should use that. Do you know what I reckon, said Egbert? I reckon shark energy with a sunbank. That is the future. Wait till you hear my idea. Then you'll know what the future is, said Stephen. We're waiting, said Margaret and Egbert. What is your idea? I'm just going to get my thoughts together, said Stephen, because sometimes when an idea is so silly, you don't know how to say it right. What is it about? Is it about marshmallows, said Egbert? Almost, said Stephen, almost about marshmallows. Chocolate? No, not chocolate. Skittles? Not Skittles. Licorice? No. So marshmallows was closer, said Margaret. Marshmallows remind me of jumping, and the idea is jumping jacks. Be more specific, said Egbert. Kids that jump, said Stephen. You see, we all like to jump. If in the morning we all jump to school, by the time we got to school, we will have filled up the little batteries. We give those little batteries to the battery manager at school, and the battery manager could take all the jumping batteries. No, I've got it, said Margaret. We've got three very good ideas, and truly they are going to work somehow. But here is the best thing of all. Murder. Murder? said Egbert. Yes, said Margaret. Have you noticed who is doing all the terrible things in our world? Murderers, said Stephen. No, said Margaret. The thing is, the adults are ruining the world. We get rid of them and our problem is sorted. We just need to keep a few scientists alive and get rid of the rest of them. We have kids and kids love the world. As soon as they turn into adults, get rid of them, said Margaret. It seems to be the thing that causes climate change. Adults. Okay, we can't murder all the adults, said Egbert, but
that we could banish them. We could banish them all to an island. And then we'll get all the sharks to circle around the island to keep the adults on the island and make shark energy. And that way we'll solve two problems. Margaret wasn't completely happy, but she had to begrudgingly admit it did make more sense. And because my name is Margaret, that means I solved climate change. I'm going to go and have a milkshake. I've had enough thinking for one day. Margaret stared at Stephen, heading off to make his milkshake. Unbelievable, she said, shaking her head. I'm going to go and play basketball with Amelia. You can't do that, said Egbert. She's my girlfriend. So, I'm not saying she's my girlfriend. I'm just saying I want to go and play basketball with her. All right, said Egbert. I'm going to solve poverty on my own.